I can't hear myself though. Can I hear myself? Yeah. Test, test. Yeah, I can hear myself. Yo, what's up, y'all? What's going on? Oh my gosh. It's rainy today. I'm it just is. feeling like I don't want to do nothing. <laughs> Trust me. You know I feel that way right now. Uh, it's I, a it's a pretty um rough day, but you know we're here. We doing what we got to do. So let's show up, show out. Um, you know it's your boy Nick. Follow me on IG at just Nick underscore ninety one. And I'm Clover with a K. You can find me at that crazy creative. And as always, we have behind the scenes Gene. Yo, what's up? <laughs> Y'all can reach me at a username Gene on IG or Twitter or anywhere. There we go, man. So, Nick, how was your week? Welcome back. <laughs> Why, thank you. Uh, yeah, it wasn't so much my week, I guess. It's my weekend, you know. Um, the work week was, you know, pretty normal. Um, the weekend, though, got off, you know, yesterday. I'm sorry, got off Friday. <laughs> um and flew out to Houston. I uh, helped a buddy of mine move. We drove out to Atlanta from Houston. So crazy thing. Um, I kind of don't sleep well, like at night already as it is. Mm-hmm. So I get to Houston, get to my hotel. Like, okay, we already you know knew that we wanted to be on the road by two a.m. So we knew that. Well, we we knew what time we wanted to be on the road, which means we need to be up probably at about one, right? So. I don't get to my hotel till about 10 p.m. Um, and knowing that I needed to be up, you know, in a few hours made it that much harder for me to sleep. <laughs> I know that <laughs> like, like, like when you know you got to wake up and you're like, it's not real sleep. It, yeah. I don't want to get too deep because I don't want to not have to wake up. I'm going to have to wake up in the middle of my my REM sleep. So I pretty much just closed my eyes and tried to force myself to go to sleep. It didn't work. I was up the whole time. So. He wound up texting me, and I was like, yeah, I'm up. Let's go, right? So <laughs> we just get in the car and go. So I didn't sleep at all. So I drove the whole time. So we hit the road at about, like, 1.15, maybe one twenty. We got out, and, yeah, we, you know, 12 hours later, you know, we were there. Um, then I jumped up and flew back this morning. Yeah, and as soon as I got home, I think I was home for maybe 10 minutes, 20 minutes, and I just came here. That's so, the morning, yeah, man. Yeah, we, um... I, I can't wait to sleep. Like, I promise you, when K-O. I go to sleep, that, I mean, when I get home, that's it. Like, that's a wrap. I feel that. I mean, but, I mean, that's good practice because, you know, pretty soon that's going to be the lifestyle. So, I mean, <laughs> just got to take sure it what it so, is. Friend. Like, we're going to be like, oh, my gosh, so tired. We yep. had to do Atlantic City, and then we had to go to Canada. <laughs> now we're back. By the way, do you have your passport? Uh, No. Okay, so no Canada for us. I'm gonna get the little card. We gonna make it happen. Mm. When you know people <laughs> in the right, you know when when something needs to make it happen, it can get made to happen. I mean, okay, yeah. yeah. But I'm in. The, I'm actually gonna get the passport. I was in the process before the pandemic with a mindset like, but then the pandemic hit, and I was like, oh, we're not going nowhere. So save that two hundred bucks. Yeah, let's just counter that, like. Because, um, yeah, here we are. But it looks like the world is slowly, well, the United States. I really don't know elsewhere. Where else seem like they like, mm-mm, curfew. <laughs> Y'all out here living like it ain't a pandemic. It's not slowly opening. Dallas is open. 
Yeah. It was like <laughs> yeah, Dallas been open since like last year. Right, that's what I'm saying. Dallas didn't stop. You know, only thing that really I think the gyms took a break, but after that, oh yeah, Walmart just kind of you know they kind of quietly never went back to being open 24 hours. They that were like, part. we're not fixing that. Actually, that this is working for us. So yeah, yeah, and they have way less staff in at all times. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I am uh, when my my kid goes with his dad. I think I'm gonna go ahead and schedule my vaccine appointment i was like on the fence but i just kind of want to get her done because i would just hate to think it's gone and then catch it (laughs) like that's the (laughs) scary part is you know because i've been actually out like a little bit more lately and letting people get a little close and i'm like oh i ain't got time i have asthma so i i don't have time to think that my allergies is just flaring up and it's seasonal and it's like no i can't <laughs> breathe because i have full covid thinking i just need a steroid shot you know what i'm saying be like mm, nope that's what it is you <laughs> your lungs are officially attacked oh yeah so yeah. definitely considering um trying to get get on a schedule for that uh sooner than later but like i was saying just slowly getting back out um i think i had something every Every night this week, I'm trying to remember everything, but I know I went to a grand opening and uh, launch party for a planner company and venue out here in Dallas, and uh, Gene pulled up with me on that, and that was fun. Um, Yeah, it was. It was very, very nice. I enjoyed it a lot, actually. Yeah, it was. It was really fun. Like, that's a cool thing about, like, entrepreneurship, and I'm sure just work in general general is like when you start kind of going to like industry events where it's like oh because that was kind of really the only people who knew about what was going on was like industry people so it was other vendors and all of that so it was a great place to like make connections and all of that yeah it was it was fun yeah that's how you know your um you know that's how you know what you've been what you've been working hard for is starting to pay off right that's just another that step way. for that you know what i'm saying so that's you know that's a part of this entrepreneurship journey that you're on so that's actually you know congratulations you know that's actually those small wins right there and small you know um accomplishments is just being in the room yeah that's the, that's and like the, the cool, first step yeah and the cool thing about being in the room um is you learn a lot i feel like the event was very simple but the things that they had make made it very nice so it makes me under it let it reminded me that sometimes simple is the way to go but quality right that's, um that's the best part right there is quality exactly I've events before yeah. with people and they want a whole bunch of stuff just so it looks full and i'm like yeah actually we don't we don't need all of that like let's just have some food because it really only had few food and music it had quite a bit of food actually um that was my favorite part so yeah, but you know, yeah, there was a quite a bit of food, but still, it was spread out pretty yeah, good, and some of the nice. food was like, I don't want to say basic, but things I would have never thought of. Like one thing they had was like, I have an avocado with you could put like this brisket queso over it, yeah, and then you know jazz it up with sour cream and crap, and I was oh, like, okay. this is simple. I would have yeah. never thought to. They had a little uh, chicken and potato and uh, cream sauce sort of set up, too. It was really nice. Uh, It was, I mean, an event can be dope as long as you have decent, nice food there that's interesting. It don't have to be too extravagant, but just have plenty of food and drinks. And 
I'm not trying to be funny. The decorations really don't matter, I don't think. It's nice to have them, but if you got food and drink there, people will be happy. I feel like. Yeah, yeah typically decorations are for other people to see, maybe who weren't there. Pictures. It's good for I like I mean, we optics. live in Instagram yeah. world, so. Yeah. And all of that. And our one or two attractions, like at this event, they had a mechanical unicorn. So it was kind of fun to pull up and get on oh, that. Oh, yeah. You did get on that. I did. Yeah. Is there a video? It is. I'll send it to you. <laughs> Ooh, please, thanks. Yeah, so I did. The guy did not do it the way I told him to. I told him to speed it up to, like, make her, like, you know, go twirling around. I had my whole wig on. Yeah, I wanted her wig to fly off. But he was like, I'm a gentleman. And I was like, oh, whatever. <laughs> It's a culture thing because I knew if he was someone else, they would have been like, that would have been a goal for them. Yeah, yeah he was. Just a good thing was. he didn't give Gene the controls then, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. If he would have said, well, here, do this, I would have swung that thing around so quick. Yeah, but... <laughs> you would be up here with a back brace while Gene was thinking that. <laughs> you had a whiplash while Gene was like, I just wanted her wig to come off. Because <laughs> it wasn't really secure. It was just on there. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we did That's that. Tight, and that was fun. Um, and it was, it was like, a, like you say, you don't really need much to have a good time. And it was, but it was, and it was nice to see like some girls from my like DJ fam and all of that. So that was like Wednesday. I'm trying to remember really what else did the rest of the week. But, um, oh, I DJed an open house out in Valley View, Texas. So that's like an hour and a half away from where I am. But the venue was beautiful. And now weddings are starting to have this really cute thing. And I think it was at the event on Wednesday. It's called a beer barrel. And it's like little donkeys that have beer like on their back. And it's mm-hmm. so cute. So they just walk around the party and you just grab your little beer off of them and keep it pushing. It's so cute. That sounds very country. Where was this? They had one at the event, but they also had one at my open house. It's a new thing at weddings. Oh, okay. This is not the prom, right? No, not the prom. Yeah, okay. No, weddings, because prom oh, okay. kids can't have beers. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I was like, I thought y'all had a wedding. Okay. No, Monday yeah, was my open house. Okay. Yeah, and then I did another demo, um, and it was good. Uh, I am so mad the demo that you did that was close to me. Because I was my... To leave? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, when I'm close, <laughs> yeah, he's gone. Cause that was cause you were aware at the um, Louisville right. specs, specs, right? But, and it's so crazy. If I would have had the availability, I would have been in Little Elm on Saturday. Well, I'm kind of glad you there, didn't because I don't. Yeah. I didn't have the availability. So, but it was it was cool. So we did that um, and all of that. And then I uh, had linked up with it, um, a client to pick up the copy of his book because uh, we're doing his book launch on Saturday. So Dear Self 2. Um, so I'm like really excited to uh, get into it. I read the first one and I thought it was dope. So I'm really happy to get into the second one. Um, but yeah, so that's it. So uh, I think that's Oh, and I DJed a prom last night. And mm-hmm. that was fun. It was out in Crum. And you know, one thing about music is it don't, it don't change. <laughs> like it really it's kind of like you can always play some like old stuff, some new stuff, and people are really, 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 really on party. Yeah. And I, it's funny because I was listening to the Breakfast Club and Charlemagne had asked uh, Angelique and DJ Envy. He was like, "Are you surprised? Like you still in love with hip hop and all of this?" And they're all like, "Yeah, you know, I didn't expect not to be." I don't think they were understanding what he was saying with 
when I guess he was growing up, hip hop was like a newish genre. And so I think what he was more so asking was, it's amazing that it's still here. It's still prevalent. It's not like a sub category of you know, music. Like, it's, it's not like disco. Cause you know, disco was a thing. Yeah. Exactly. And, and I think uh, that's what yeah. he was trying to ask. Like, can you believe it's been all this time and we still rocking with hip hop? Not like that. Not that if you still like it per se, but yeah, like it's still a thing. And I mean, that is ma- crazy. Cause I never thought about hip hop like that. And you're right. Disco was a thing, and ain't nobody uh, dancing, cleaning it up anymore. Yeah, no. I, th- I think uh, disco has been, um, I feel like disco has been added as a subgenre to electronic dance music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you, you hear a lot of those, you know, like you hear the... You know the similarities and stuff in a lot of the songs. Like you can, yeah, yeah, most like definitely. House and is a part of electronic dance music as well, and and but with depends. disco, it's also you give it a time period. We be like '90s hip hop, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> like it's 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 its own thing, and that's really cool. Like innovation and what sticks and what doesn't, and all of that. I mean, like I remember Auto Tune was a big part of hip hop and R and B. At one point, and I mean, it's still there, but it wasn't like how it was back when. Ooh, from 05? <laughs> and, well, T-Pain was the only one doing it in 05, really. Yeah, DOA. Um, yeah, but then um, probably by like 08, like 07, 08, it just became a thing. And it was like that was on every single song. Like, yeah. it was insane. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy to be a, a pioneer like that. I remember when T uh, when T Pain sung, and people was like, "Oh, you they didn't know he sing. could sing." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then he turned around and won like the mass singer, I think too. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, he did. Y'all, I was just doing that because it sounded cool. It was an artistic choice. It wasn't because I had to. Yeah, I really wish he wouldn't have made that artistic choice. I mean, we had fun with it. We're not so sure. Uh, this is the thing. Would we have had I'm sprung? Would we have enjoyed those songs without his sound on it? I actually didn't enjoy those songs very much. Really? Yeah, oh. I'm sprung. I'm a lover of the stripper. All that stuff. Yeah, no, could have kept. And that. and buy you a drink. I mean, right. So those songs were like those like funny songs that people would sing to me. Like they weren't something that I took serious, to be honest with you. I mean, oh. I mean, T T Pink said she brought us drinks to drink. We drunk them. Got drunk. I mean, come it, I mean, that was, yeah, it was like <laughs> it felt good. It those did. songs, those were those are hits. Those are classics. <laughs> I think you could play those at events and yeah. people would say, "Listen, I understand your personal preference is not, you know, hearing that." You're like, I need a little bit more substance. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I mean, speaking of music, though, there was some drops this week. I mean, the world's been great, going crazy over that Cole album, man. That that album is great. I mean, I heard, I heard a few, uh, like I said, I heard a few joints on uh, the Breakfast Club, and I was like, Cole got it. It's fine. I, I mean, that album, and it was like, I'm pretty sure it was like number one on iTunes within like minutes or something like that. Yeah, and yeah, it's. Did Nicki drop music too? She redid her um, her uh, that mixtape with Itty Biggie Piggy. Yeah, yeah beam me up, Scotty. Yeah, yeah. yeah she, she added. I want to say she added two or three songs. Yeah, she added to it. some songs. Yeah. I think it was six actually. She added six. I think I heard she added six. I don't know. Yeah, yeah no, I heard the I heard the freestyle. 
um, uh, Fractions. I heard that one. They added a remix of Drake's Best I Ever Had on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, so they read their Best I Ever Had. Okay. Well, I'm about to say, because that was already... added a verse. <laughs> oh. Her two cents. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. It wasn't new verses or anything from him. It was the original song, and she got a verse in there. Oh, got it, oh. got it, got it, got yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, I need to check it out. But it was like a thing for her, though, because she was saying how this is her first time adding her mixtapes to streaming services, I guess. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's more of a business move, in a sense, because I've seen some girl on... Um, it was like the 15-year anniversary of it, if I'm not mistaken. Makes sense. Yeah. Some girl on it's TikTok are... But her mixtapes been out for a minute, because I want to yeah. say that was like a old... Maybe it was 07, 08 that it came out. Yeah, it had to. No, it was 09 because remember, oh, that's yeah, when she put out that I was on the plane with Dwayne. And that was on the Single Ladies beat. And Single Ladies came out like October of 08. That wasn't on Single Ladies beat. Yes, you did. I was on the plane with Dwayne. No, that wasn't. No, was, what beat did she do over Single Ladies? Her and Dwayne did something. Yeah, I'm about to say. You're like, it wasn't that one. Nah. <laughs> I don't know. But they did a they did a, a track on uh Oh, that's why. I think they did it over a donk. Yeah. She got a donk. Yeah. And to, me, and to donk, me, donk yeah. and single ladies oh, because are of that. the same that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. clap. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Okay. hmm I was I'm like, why say, would yeah. I think that then? Okay, I figured it out, y'all. <laughs> You was like, I'm gonna remember. You were like, I know this. But no, like um, it's been out for a minute. Yeah, some chick was like, Why is she just releasing old music? Like, and I'm like, Y'all leave Nikki alone. Like, I hate that they bother her. Well, she is off with her husband and her baby, like trying to make her little business moves and people just got something who ain't doing nothing to say. Like Yeah. I mean, you know, she She's one of those like mixtape Nikki and top forty Nikki are two different you know artists you know what I mean so yeah yeah because she has a lot of top forties for a rapper yeah I mean she's Nikki I love Nikki um, another thing that was popping this week um, was the Joe Button situation did you oh, see about yeah, that oh yeah he fired them on, well yeah. fired, fired one Rory. of them yeah and then check the other one yeah on on audio look at Nick Link's like what. On the podcast. You didn't see that? Yeah, no. What happened? Um, and I mean, this is good for us to talk about. Yeah. Basically they well, you wanted ain't firing to see me, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. again, this is not called clover or anything. <laughs> it's straight yeah, walk. Yeah. So um <laughs> and not trying to be funny, I ain't got Joe Button star power. I ain't really got too much to add. <laughs> yeah, it was called Joe Button. The Joe Budden podcast, and then it became, I think, the Joe Budden podcast with with Rory and Maul. I think. So he was just being nice. And oh, it became Joe at. with friends. <laughs> yeah, I I think that's how it went, and uh, supposedly, I guess Rory or some one of them felt like they should get more um more money. More so money they wanted to see something? his like sales from his book, right? It was like they wanted to see how much he oh, got. I didn't know that part. I, basically, they was like they want more money and all of that. But and th- one thing he did say that I remember him saying was, um, "If y'all are gonna cover cover, um, you know, lawyer fees, the recording crew fees, they wanted money like partners when instead of employees. When he has the responsibility, that was basically it. He carries right. the responsibility of all aspects of that." show he's so he, the creator and producer of that show he put their names on it without them actually having to pay any dues 
to be a part of it. That's, I guess that's so. they get credit they're for doing that. They're employees of the right? show. Yeah. Like, yeah. So the bottom line is they're still getting exposure pretty much for free. They're getting credit yeah. pretty much for free. And then they're wanting to see his statements and banking and bills to I, they just, get I guess paid they wanted, more money. Yeah, they just wanted to be included more, I think financially and he told them okay well y'all handle all the endorsements and commercials and stuff that be y'all headache and then we can talk about y'all making more money i guess so did they have issues and keep in mind they're going to the studio to record that joe pays for like yeah on the he lights, handles on all, all of, of that, that. Stuff. like literally it's they are the employees like they get paid to show up as a host it's kind of like I was telling my wife about it. I said, you know, it sounds kind of like when I was in grad school and me and my uh, roommate, we were we were going to grad school together. We were like, yeah, we're going to go together. We'll start in the summer. And I went and found the apartment. I went and booked um, like all he had to do was fill out whatever I sent him. I said, hey, here's your application. Fill this out. This is the apartment we're going to move into. This is this is the dates. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. I handled all the logistics of this move. And then he asked me when it came time to pick who got the master bedroom. He said, well, who getting the master bedroom? I said, me. He said, we, we shouldn't discuss that. I said, well, did you handle the move? Like, would we be in this apartment if it, if, if it were not for me? And he said, well, you're right. And I got the master bedroom. <laughs> I said, it's kind of like that. I'm handling everything. Right. Why? Why would Dude, I? Why is this a discussion at yeah. all? Yeah, no, that's not going to work. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Trust me, I feel you. And it, it's crazy. Like, I'm like, first first off, no one would probably listen to a mall and what's that other baby's name? That's Rory? Don't do that. I Rory mean, and not mall. trying to be funny. Like, and I'm being real. Like, the I'm advantage honest, of having I didn't know who they were before exactly. this podcast, and that's not me being shady at all. I just didn't know who they were. No, Joe Button. I mean, it's it's you had a name like no. it's you having a name and a name that's not niche. You know, it's not tied to a niche. Like, yeah. um, I think about Kid Rock and Crystal from the Read. I mean, not Kid Rock, Kid Fury. Kid Fury used to be. He's a like a YouTuber. He used to do video games mm-hmm. and all of that. Um, I'm not too sure what Crystal did ahead of time. I'm not saying that she didn't, but I think she had like a, another platform elsewhere too. Same with uh, the friend zone. They all had small, small to large. And when I say large, I'm not I'm not talking mainstream. They had mm-hmm. a following somewhere, and so when the podcast pod, when they did the podcast together, they were able to bring like my friends and their friends yeah. here. Um, Joe Button without. You don't have to be to a particular niche. Like, people know him. Or yeah. at least the name is recognizable. Now, if you know what he did and who he is and all of that, but, I mean, he, he has a, a name and a platform built in. So anyone joining that podcast is probably going to gain more. Yeah, they're going to gain quite a bit because, you know, Joe Budden had, uh, he was on that, that show for the life of me. I can't remember Love the name. Of, no, he oh. was on a... It was a talk show with him and DJ Academics and Nadeska. Yep, he was. I cannot think of the name of it. It was comp. It was made by Complex though, and I, I watched that show when it first started, and I always watched it. Well, like six months later, something happened, and he left the show, and I thought that I was gonna keep watching the name of that show that he was on, and I didn't. 
I yeah. think I tried to watch one episode and it didn't feel the same, so I didn't watch it again. Yeah, sometimes. And then I started does... watching his podcast. Then I realized, oh, I'm a fan of Joe Budden. And that's what it is. And I think a lot of the time, I think we talked talked about it before. Um, sometimes the people just like you as a collective. Sometimes they may like Bob. Sometimes they may like Bill. Mall are what's the other one? Rory. Rory. It's not like people start liking one of them so much where their names became like prevalent. It's not like oh well, people are coming because of me. It's not like when. David finally joined the Temptations, and people were like, oh, we love us some David Ruffin. Yeah. Like he said, that's Dennis's voice on these records. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like sometimes you're not adding as much value, and sometimes it may just be the collective, the chemistry between everyone there. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's what it is here at Straight Wise. Like, right. anytime someone listens, the first thing they say is, I love y'all's chemistry. I love y'all yeah. talking. So, it tells me like they not like oh my gosh we love Clover or oh my gosh we love Nick or right, right. anyone in particular. It's like I like what y'all got going on. Over, I like we like straight guac. Yeah, for the longest time I just told everybody that I do Clover's podcast with her. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a very long time for me to actually take ownership of any of this. Yeah, and I'm happy <laughs> you did. But I mean, because I don't think I could just be like, okay, Nick, we're gonna replace you. I feel like people be like, mm. it would not be the same. Mm-mm. Clover and I had that conversation this week and we were talking about it. I was like, it's good when she when she first started talking about doing a podcast, what, three years ago, I think. Yeah. Something like that. And I would always talk about you. And she would always say at first she was like, Oh, um, at first she said, I thought about, you know, you, Jean, but then she's like, I really think it should be Nick. And I said at first, I was like, Well, who the hell is that? You know, who's, <laughs> who is he? And um, <laughs> and then, but then she said something without me even knowing you. She said, "Well, I feel like y'all are y'all 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 are very much similar." She said, "But there's a difference in some of the things that you'd be willing to talk about versus him, and that is what makes that that is what would make me pick being having Nick as a um as a co-host on a show with me." Makes and sense. I had to be honest with myself. It is going to be stuff I'm not going to talk about. The mm-hmm. stuff I'm not going to say. She cannot use me. She cannot work with me in the way she can work with you. Right, yeah. And I don't have nearly as much like to lose one as far as where you're professionally, you know. Yeah. I mean, and stuff. I think just yeah. relationship-wise. I'm about to yeah. say, and just, or, you know, how you and I are. And I'm just very blunt. And She and I are very, sometimes I can come across, it can come across like big brother's little sister. Yeah. Most, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm I can not see that. her, and that's not the, the premise of this show. People be like, why right. is he so mean to her? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, and it's just They really different. don't see. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said. I said, our chemistry needs for people to kind of watch and yeah. Yeah. understand. I was mm-hmm. like, because we would get on this once a week, and I'd be like, oh, my God, he is so mean. Right, but <laughs> yeah, but none of, none of them would have seen anything that would have transpired during the week. <laughs> exactly. They wouldn't know why so I was the way I was. And so that's one major thing. And so their chemistry is more like friends. And I felt like that was the first thing I said after even the first recording or second recording. I was like, oh, y'all chemistry is amazing. And then other people have even said, you know, to Clover, like she was saying, they love the chemistry. I love it. And three years ago when she told me I would rather work with him, I know how I am, (laughs) y'all. I know it would not be great to hear me talking to her the way I talk to her. 
for a whole hour. <laughs> I, I I hate to do it, but it's her fault. Y'all would just really need. <laughs> Honestly, you would just really need to like be behind the scenes to see why though, because it's hilarious. Exactly. This- and I know y'all can't see that. So <laughs> therefore I don't I knew three years ago I don't need she's right for picking this person over me because it just I wouldn't want to see that on camera. I Me mean, on I wouldn't want to hear that. Do you all know how happy I am that it actually took three years to get this thing going? Just Same. because of just like cause although like the startup of this kind of happened like very quick. Up until the day that we recorded, we didn't even know where we were going to record. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We were like, so, we no, do it. but think about it. We think about it. Your equipment and stuff, you know, is set up very nicely. And thank you. Um, you know, just I don't know where you were three years ago, but were you in this same place? And I know I wasn't in this place three years ago. So, um, yeah, I mean. So I, I'm actually pretty glad this did take, you know, three years to get off the ground because I think, you know, I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason, you know? Me too. Um, I think that I can bring more as far as like living this like entrepreneur life. Like la- when I was, um, when I had the idea, I was getting ready to quit my job and this, that, and the fifth. So now quitting it and getting played and <laughs> picking up the pieces, I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay, like. <laughs> I've learned so much um, and all of that. And like I said, like, like Jean said, it was like, I couldn't think about doing this with anyone else. I was like, Oh, Nick gets it. So it's like, um, to think that Joe button had a podcast, put his people on it. And they're all like, we want, we want more, more money. money. But in the difference in this is with you anyways, you took ownership in it. I mean, these mics are, what you pay for like yeah like he he bought microphones like yeah like you're you're part of this process now while maybe be one that's like hey how do you feel about this and all of that i also you know i i, I do this stuff you know so it's right, different right, like yeah. but um you know and yeah they didn't contribute no they showed up to work Right. Like that's no difference if I was like, Hey, I have an idea for a show, I need three guys and a white girl or a Mexican girl and I hire three guys and a Mexican girl. You come in, you do your job. <laughs> like yep. you came that's what in you're getting paid for. Yeah. You came in and I needed co host and I hired two co hosts. Now if I would have had the idea to do a podcast and I was like, Ooh, I wanna talk girl talk. Let me go see if I can find the other girls to be on my podcast. That's a different conversation. Yeah. This conversation was, hey, do you want to do this with me? Um, And I think that that's the difference. And I think with Joe Button, I don't think he's wrong. I mean, production costs, being the the planner and all of that costs. Again, his name, it 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 was there. Like is what brought in all of. I I I know. Uh, well, I don't know, but I I wholeheartedly believe that Joe Button's name is what kept. Um, you know, people, you know, their contracts going, people wanting to work with that podcast, his name carried the weight on it. Um, I, I don't know if companies would have wanted to work with them if Joe Budden had taken his name off of it. Yeah. I mean, they essentially would have been just like us, like starting their own podcast. Exactly. <laughs> like, and I mean, there's you know what I'm saying? Very seldomly, like, do you get in a group where it's like three power players where all of y'all can leave the podcast and be on the podcast and it works. Breakfast Club. Yeah. I mean, but people really like Charlemagne. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> people really like Charlemagne. I like, mean, you know what? His whole thing, you know, he used to just, you know, one, 
Charlemagne's one of those guys that his opinions for a lot of people, he says what a lot of people are feeling or mm-hmm. thinking anyway, you know, and yeah. especially like the politically incorrect thing, because for some people, you know, I always hate like the word or term politically correct because people have different views on politics in general. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> that's what he gives you. He's like, okay, well, this is like that silent, you know, majority or a silent, you know, like minority in some in, in most instances because he's he's saying what you know very few people will say you know yeah yep and so, i mean they yeah. do and again like in in podcast world i think um what i was saying earlier off air is it's very seldomly do you join a project and you become a breakout star to where you can kind of have those negotiations like right. steve urkel's character in family matters it was really supposed to be about the family not the neighborhood kid, not the neighborhood kid. But as soon as um, I think it was like three or four episodes in, when they introduced this character, and they were like, "Oh, y'all like him," and next thing you know, they had to rework things, and now people are watching Family Matters for Steve Urkel. I mean, honestly, I thought it was Steve Urkel's show originally. Yeah, you know, yeah, me too. Yeah, when you think about it, um, this yeah, the show is called Family Matters, but it it ain't really about the family. No, I mean it's really about Steve Urkel, like, and yeah. his relationship. His involvement with the family. Yeah. I mean, we saw some things from time to time, but we really didn't see... It was... They had to go in and rework. So if it was a situation like that where it was some brothers on a podcast and it's like, oh, we're doing so well, um, and because of me, we've up viewers this much. People are really saying they like Clover or they're really liking this, you know, da-da-da-da. Then I could possibly see if I felt as though I wasn't being treated fair, hey, I would talk about some more money. But at the same time, being a partner is very different than being on somebody's show. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> We're in this together. Um, like I said, I'm you... on this show. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna make sure he say that. But, you know, and that's different. <laughs> um, so it's like if Nick is like, hey, I need because the thing is, if they were on it together, if they were partners, they would have already known the paperwork. Yeah, that means you're splitting marketing costs. (laughs) Yeah, you're splitting marketing costs and all of that. You're getting paid from profits after everything's been paid for. But they also would have been contributing because that's what partners do. Yeah, Yeah. Mm -hmm. and that's what he said. He was like, "Y'all don't do this," and one of them was living with Joe Button. See, oh, I didn't know. So you got, so you're asking for money. Because he fired the one he didn't fire, the one that he just checked. Oh, because they're still roommates. And he was like, he said basically he's the type of dude that um would buy detergent yeah. and put it in his room, but he living with Joe Button free. Ooh. So that's like if I live over here, Gene, and like... You'd be like, ooh, girl, don't touch my and orange I juice. Get... I don't even want to talk about this. This is a trigger for me <laughs> because I've had... Me and my wife have had people live with us and and they did stuff like that. Don't do that. You don't pay not a noun bill up in here. <laughs> I mean, dang, I understand if it's like your favorite candy and you go put it up like, oh my gosh, but... Even mm-hmm. if it's your favorite candy. You like, if no. it's your favorite candy, eat it on your way back from the store. Don't yeah, you sit there I don't there need and, to see it. Yeah. I don't need to know it was up in this house. Especially like, when you're not contributing nothing. Yeah, you don't contribute nothing. We we buy food. We make food for the house and you can eat. We don't have our own food. Everything yeah. we buy is communal. And you have the audacity That's to the have communal. To have <laughs> stuff some just for you. Popsicles. Hiding in your room. How dare you? Yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. The gall. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, and so that's what he was saying. Like, so not only am I paying you and you living with me. Oh, Gene. Like, I'm just thinking about you singing and like, it blow up. And so now I'm traveling the world. And you hide in and detergent. And you paying me as your manager. And I'm staying with you rent free. 
And, and then I have the audacity to be like, I need some more money. Let me see your book. Let me see your reportings. Let Mm-mm. me see your accountant's notes. Mm-mm. I would say you didn't put in on none of this. Every piece of exposure they had came from his his uh, podcast. Yeah. yeah. And That's apparently, oh boys, you know, place to stay also came from there. Wow. I didn't know all that. Yeah. yeah. And they had the audacity to ask for money, more money on that. Yeah. I, you know, there's just such a high level <laughs> of unappreciation there. I, I'm, yeah, I can't even fathom like that conversation, like what my face will look like when somebody brought that to me, especially on the air. Yeah, I'm just also thinking about like the lack of realization of who you are, the, the lack of self reflection. You are not Joe Button, and like not trying Thank to be you. funny, Jay, Joe Button ain't even that big. So it's <sighs> like it's like yeah. hopping on some shit with Ray J, and you know I love me too. Okay, Ray J. he's not big like commercially, but he is big in the hip hop industry. Yeah, he is huge in the hip hop industry because he's he, made a huge difference in rap. You know what I'm saying? More importantly, Joe Button is very big when it comes to this sort of like commentary. commentary. Yes, he is giving his opinion. Joe Budden could eventually follow in the footsteps of Steve Harvey. Mm. I could see Joe Budden having his own daytime or primetime television show and people actually watching it. Yeah. I, I That's just me. That's just what I could see from him. I mean, like him. you said, people are tuned in because it's Joe Budden and you yeah. are along for, you're along for the ride. Know your place. Know what's up. I mean, and then like more money for what? Like someone's playing, paying for you to have an opportunity. Like that's one thing I don't understand. Um, with people who, and I, I think that's just that weird mindset when you aren't necessarily, when you're employed to do something cool mm-hmm. versus an entrepreneur. Because I think that because they're employed to do something cool, they don't really have the entre- entrepreneurship mindset to um, find another way to benefit from the exposure and the position that they're in. Yeah. Whereas me, I'm like, well, shoot, like, let me sell some merch. Let me figure out what I can do on the side to make my name to benefit from this exposure because yeah. one day this podcast may go away and I need to make sure that I can still make. And for one of them, it has. And the other, he checked the other one on air for real? Uh, yeah, he fired one. Like, yeah, I know he on fired air. one, but he checked the other one. What did he say? Like, did he just sit there? Pretty much. I think so. Like, I got to go back and listen because I heard clips of it. But I mean, what you going to say when you get fired? You probably going to be quiet because I'm happy you didn't fire my ass. I'm going to be like, mm. You're right, Joe. My bad. Oh, goodness. Okay. So, I mean, that's just really what it is. Like, I mean, I'm just thinking from that perspective. Like, why? They probably just didn't think to be like, let me get me another job or let me figure out how to make money off of this. They probably don't even think to make their own podcast. How do we parlay what is happening? They should have just shut up and not said anything at all. People feel themselves like you get on a show like this and you probably with other people who are like, you should be getting paid more. You know, you should be paid more. <laughs> I'm about to more. say, how much should be paying? Somebody cousin was Whoever like, told them that was not their friend. For real. That's why I said sure somebody cousin. Because one thing, like I said, I'm learning that there's really dope jobs out there. Like I do demos, you know, like so to tell someone I do demos for like a liquor company for a vodka company. That sounds amazing. Sounds like you get free drinks and all that, but it don't pay like my bills. Right. And sometimes people get these like amazing jobs like they're on the Joe Button podcast, but let's just say I'm going to aim low and it only pays 40,000 a year. Mhm. 
Joe, I'll be on your podcast. I'm about to say, Joe, <laughs> if you need. And so, you know, now you're around these fake celebrities who are like, he got more money than that. You can get, he should give you more. And you start thinking, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I should have exactly what Joe has. You're not Joe. Yeah. I mean, hey. You take your 40000 you live for free in Joe's house, and you trying to find a way to parlay and pivot yeah. to make you some more money. But again, everyone entrepreneur mindset is very different than like, I have a dope job and I feel like having a dope job is scary because when you have that, it's easy to be complacent. And then that entitlement of I'm supposed to get more, like I'm gonna get a raise because, but this ain't a traditional job. Exactly. This is not a traditional job. This is really based on relationships. Cause part of your job is part, part of the perks of your job is the access you have to people in the time you have. Like, you're getting paid a yearly salary of 40000 but you only work on the podcast. Let's say, oh, I'm going to give you every day for two hours. Right. Yeah. So what can you do with your your time? Yeah, not trying to be funny. Um, like that, they don't spend that much time recording, I don't think, because I don't even think Joe Budden's podcast comes out every, I think it comes out every few days, I think, or maybe once a week. I know sometimes it's a little delayed, I feel like, but it's not an everyday show. And also, you know, like she said about dope jobs, like, and having a dope job also does not make you a dope employee. You know what I'm saying? That part. So, yeah. Um, don't think that your job or your title, you know, um, are, uh, they don't, you know, it's not like a um, mutually exclusive thing with your performance. That part. So, I mean... Had that been me, I would have taken my, my taken, and I'm saying this is how much he paid, but I sure would have taken my 40000 and I would have been like, well, shoot, I can pay for my family, and I work two hours a day. I'm yeah. not going to complain about nothing. Exactly. Because I at that point, like you said, go, you know, go hustle. Yeah. You got I'm, a lot of time on your hands to I'm go hustle. You have 40000 here that you know that you're going to get. Okay, go hustle and do something else with that. And we just saying $40,000 as a... Um, as right. A, yeah. an example, we he have no idea. More, he could have been but paying I'm sure way he was more. Paying, I don't know. Yeah. Exactly. The point is, it's like someone probably was like, "You should get more money," and yeah, I'm sitting here like, "For I think, what?" I think Joe said one time that um, they asked, um, oh, "God, y'all, never mind. I huh. can't remember. It was something that the uh, that he said that they were talking about money or something like that." But oh well, I can't remember now. Yeah, and that's just really what it is. Um, so, anyways, Nick, you were saying that you drove to Atlanta. So, with these gas prices, though. <laughs> so, yeah, we drove from Houston. <clears throat> so, um, of course, a lot of people, well, um, I think every, a lot of people heard about the whole pipeline thing. Um, and gas was unavailable in, in many places. So, the gas became available, I think, Thursday. So by the time we started driving and typically, you know, especially us, you know, being black driving in the South, I typically only stop in major cities to fill up. <laughs> you will not catch me off some random highway exit filling up gas down South in Louisiana. It's not happening. Um, but no, uh, so gas was available for the most part. But when I actually made it to Atlanta, you can see that there were places where they haven't gotten their gas refilled yet. So there were still like plastic bags and stuff over the gas pumps because these people didn't have gas at all. So yeah, there were some folks who, you know, were really struggling. We went to a gas station in Alabama. So the, okay. If I'm not mistaken, like, so this happened because of a hack. I mean, hackers, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah I heard that the hackers had a whole help desk set up. 
when you when you willing to pay, they was like they said <laughs> they hit them up with that Microsoft scam when they said your computer got a virus and yeah. we, you could pay us to get it off. <laughs> yeah, they said they, they hacked they hacked it and was like, okay, so we got your gas, and that's why they was like trying to like I guess the gas that was available they were trying to hold on. Oh, to it was it. like a ransomware. Yes, thing. a ransom. The gas was a ransom. Uh. <laughs> and they was like, well, we'll fix the ransom um, once you, uh, you know, you pay the the, the, the the ransom. Once you pay it, you know, hit up the help desk. They'll tell you where to pay. And after they pay, they'll walk you through the process of resetting. Oh, my God. That is hilarious. Uh, that's why they wanted to keep it. Hackers. That's why they wanted to keep it under wraps because they was embarrassed to be like, these fools just made us pay back the money that they're holding our gas ransom for. Yeah, that's I hilarious. That, yeah, I heard U.S. and like Britain, like we're just easy to hack. Like, our cybersecurity is, like, blah. Well, I mean, that's pretty easy to see because so much our personal information is so it's everywhere. Yeah. They're not rushing with, like, no Asian country. They said But, you know, we're also one of the, like, few countries that are not censored and everything. You know, most of our stuff is open and free. So we have a, we have a choice to share a lot. So a lot of our stuff is out there. You know, it doesn't – we're not super controlled by um, – censorship and things like that i mean we have our censorship Censorship. you know (laughs) but (laughs) but um you know we're not i cannot deal with clover in her censorship (laughs) godly every time we talk about censorship i look at clover so (laughs) censorship oh my god (laughs) yeah we'll one day tell y'all what that is about but not today yeah Keep but, going, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> Sidebar, but no, nah, for real, like, the fact that's they have so a whole, easy to hack. I mean, yeah. it's easy to get our information because we put it everywhere freely. I mean, imagine how, how, how the mindset, like, it's a breeze that you not only hack and do the ransom, but you have a help desk set up because you know we're going to pay it. I mean, and you're like, here, I don't even have to talk to you. That's how easy it is for you. Like, so gas is skyrocketing. Did y'all see all those people trying to hoard the gas? Oh, yes, we did. You should have seen the lines of, but you should have, what was worse was the lines for people who didn't get a chance to get gas. The uh. gas stations were filled. Like, it was like down the street for people to get gas. And then at one gas station in Alabama, regular gas was like three forty nine. dollars Did you see, and one lady, she, um, she was hoarding gas and her car ended up getting blown up. Oh, yeah, because she had... You know, you can't just drive around with gasoline tanks and expect it not to be a cautious, you know, and take, like, precautions and be a dangerous situation. Like, it, like bro, this gas ain't tissue. I think <laughs> I seen a picture of an old white couple. They had big gas canisters. Like Yeah, they were, like, filled. loading the truck yeah. up. Yeah, I seen I've them. seen that. Yeah, but, yeah, gas is very combustible. this week, y'all, so... Hopefully I don't run out, but I ain't winning got none. So. Oh yeah, well Dallas, I think we're good. Yeah, I don't I think we. Oh, okay. I don't think we fall on that pipeline. It was more of like just the coast of any, if oh, anything okay. else. Like it was like the coastal parts. So yeah, that's it. Was just crazy to me. I was just like, all right, well, I'm really hoping that you know we don't run into an issue while we're traveling because had I had it not been cleared up before we left. I would have just, you know, told my buddy, I was like, I can't make it because you're not going to get me in Louisiana stuck with no gas. So I just wouldn't have gone. <coughs> Sorry, friend. <laughs> like, next time. Yeah, I mean, you know, good luck. Yeah, so that was um, that was crazy this week. Everybody just, they will go out there and, like, 
hoard and get whatever it is. You hear a, a shortage, that's the best room to start if you really want something. All you gotta do is say it. Shortage. They're like, I'm gonna go buy all of that. There's actually a whiskey, um, whiskey shortage. I think. Yeah. Like, um, people they limiting your crown and your Hennessy. You can mm-hmm. only get there one is. bottle at the liquor store. Um, like. Is that because tariffs? Like, why is there a shortage? I don't know, because whiskey is made from, like, wheat and stuff. So I don't know what the deal is with that. And then raw materials, too. Like, if you want to build a house, lumber, they're up 60%. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. Somebody is trying to, like, somebody trying to make money in the stock market, y'all. I mean, <laughs> that's one way to stay to stabilize it, because the thing is this. If stuff stays cheap, and this is actually a problem. I was going to use it for the segment for um, Use My Degree today. With um, Great segue into that, actually. I guess, right? We're just doing it a little <laughs> earlier today. Yeah, but um, inflation is super high right now. So a lot of times that is a way that they will. Um, three times today, Gene. Come on. I don't know what's going on, y'all. I'm surfing the internet and things are popping up with making sounds. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> no, but um, inflation's really high. And so one way to try to, you know, balance that out is to lower the supply so that you can raise the prices to go ahead and, you know, and mitigate that loss of profits that you would have and the inflation itself. So that's pretty much what they're doing right now is they're really trying to stabilize this economy back because the stock market is super volatile at the moment. Um, And not that I think anything's going to be wrong. I just think that with all the stimulus and stuff that's in the economy, people are spending and prices, you know, have, and then of course the minimum wage, you know, raise, uh, people are spending a lot faster than prices are rising and it is making it easier for people to get stuff cheaper, but it's making it a lot harder for companies one to keep up with what the people need and want. Um, but I'm going to be honest, like I'm actually really liking this because you are, at this point, seeing you don't see class systems when everybody is able to buy and purchase, you know, at the same time and at the same rate with the same, you know, funds. You know what I'm saying? That's true. People it's are like having more money ain't doing nothing for you right now because exactly it's because everyone is getting the same things. So I mean, yes, it does suck for people building homes. I have, you know, I have two friends who are building a home, um, and they signed for that house. I want to say sometime in January and pretty sure they haven't even like laid a foundation yet and we're in oh. we're going in may I, six months my house was pretty much built so uh yeah it's a little you know it sucks for them but it is what it is i mean bottom line is they sold a house to get this house so i mean they were already you know fortunate enough to be able to do that and take advantage of you know the economy the thing is everybody was taking advantage of the economy so um it's opportunity cost you you know you get the lower rate but you wait a little bit longer and hope that the rate is actually still low because with them trying to get this economy back, you may see interest rates and stuff going back up. So that's what yeah. may be coming. So, yeah, that's me using my degree. There you go. So um, basically, uh, you're going to wait on building your house or you're going to have to go buy you one that's already, feel, already built. Be flexible. Which is even tougher. I mean, people are able yeah. to sell homes and get so much more money. Like my house appraised um, – like $70,000 more than what I bought it for within me being there for six months. And that had nothing to do with anything that I did to my home. I did nothing to it in that time. It was just the cost of houses right now. Because I want to say Dallas, is, Dallas in general, the houses went up, I want to say like 11 or 12%, the value. Oh, yeah, I mean, the cost. Not the, sorry, not the value, but the cost did. 
That's what it is. I mean, like um, like I said, my brother's a realtor. I hear about this all the time, and people are getting outbidded so easily, um, like hundred hundred thousand over asking price and all of that. Yeah, like builders are actually making people bid on homes, and that's the whole point of ha- of building your own home is that you have a set price. You don't bid on it like you're buying a used house. Yeah, builders are that's having insane. people bid on homes right now, and they're taking the highest bid. And basically, if you get the highest bid. What you bid for your down payment is what you have to pay, which is insane. So you mean to tell me they saying, all right, we'll build your house, but who's going to pay the most? Yeah, pretty yep. much, because you're, like, bidding on your lot. Like, somebody can go walk in and be like, okay, well, I want that lot. When I built my house, like, luckily it was before all of this started. I walked in. We signed. We put our earnest money down. We went over there, took a picture next to the sign that said sold, and we went home and we wait for a house to get we wait for a house to get built. We didn't have to sit up there and bid on anything with anybody. It was ours. Yeah, I never heard of that that sort of rhetoric before, so I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't like any of that. Not like yeah, I don't, I don't like, like that. But yeah, that's what it is. I mean it's crazy right now. So you can, you know, try to join that, you know, but I just feel at this point with them being this high um, the value is just not there. I, I don't feel the value is there for what you have to go through to bid. And then on top of that, the options that you have to select from are um, a lot slimmer than they were. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to ask you real quick. What is going on in the NBA? You got to see that it is trending like everywhere. And I know you know sports. I think Seth Curry just won another title. The playoffs start tomorrow. Girl, you have not so, won no title. I don't, I don't, they're, he's see. like, they're like number seven and eight in the conference. So, you mean like MVP or something? I'm about to say, is MVP um, and stuff out? I'm about to say they may be scoring doing that. Scoring title. Yeah, okay. twice. Yeah. Okay, scoring, scoring title, title, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I they say that this is the second time he's won. Yeah. So, I remember hearing about yeah, him he possibly did win winning mm-hmm. another scoring title, I think, actually last week. They were like, he's on, he's set to win that. And yeah. he won. Yeah, apparently. He um, and Michael Jordan are the only two players in NBA history to get a scoring title at the age of 33 or older. Nice. Very nice. So, I mean, he better do his thing. Yeah. They are such a weird people to me. It's like people, people like, it's like people, they don't like him, but they're like, we got to give him this credit. He good. Yeah. It's like so funny when it comes to people in Steph Curry. That's one of those sports where it's not about luck. It's not about judges. It really doesn't matter what anyone thinks if you are productive. <laughs> yeah, well, basketball, you know, one thing is this. Championships have to be won with the team. That's a fact. However, yeah. basketball is also a sport where if someone is not on a great team, they can still shine, you know, and shine a lot. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, LeBron James for years was on terrible basketball teams. I don't, but need, a supporting, I don't need a supporting team. Yeah, a supporting I mean, cast. I got this. It's The big no, picture is I you. I can shine alone. No, the titles LeBron you needs need. a team. No, no. Can, everyone yeah. needs a team. Like, if you're playing yeah. basketball and for a championship, you need a team. Sorry, no one person is winning a championship. I don't care how good you are. And However, while, we, t- oh. while we talk about Steph and how, you know, you know, some people say, oh, his team isn't really shining. Somebody has to be giving him the ball. Well, you know, <laughs> the thing is this. Okay, their team is not shining because the Lakers and um, Golden State are ranked 7 and 8 right now. 
are battling for the seven and eight seed in the playoffs. So no, yeah. they sucked this season, but they were also injured the entire season. Mm-hmm. Like everybody on their squad was injured. So that explains Ow. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> Come on. So. Missing a uh, black messiah. <laughs> Who, uh, whoever that that person was, that actress or whoever that was <laughs> on that scene. You was extra. <laughs> you was giving us some straight guac extra. That was his that girlfriend, the pregnant one, wasn't it? No, it wasn't her. She was still in the bed. It was some of the other oh, people yeah. that were in the house. You're so right. She was in that gown. <laughs> and she, I mean, all they had to, we see your bleeding. We see this. You don't have to say a thing as you get up. And they say, y'all, mm-hmm. y'all need to turn the lights on. All I had to do was get up. She you didn't have like, to, ouch. She was getting noticed that day, okay? No. She was like, let me I'm get noticed. I'm, I'm going to take a line. <laughs> ouch. And it cost too much to reshoot, so they didn't uh, take it out. I would have been so mad. I would have said, in editing, I would have been like, can we remove that vocal, that line there? This one right here. I'll do it myself. I, I'm going to edit. I know how to do this. G- give me the footage. G- give me the audio. I'm not having that up in there. It's just going to be a quick, silent something there. We're going to figure out what to put over this out. Put another gunshot like in the back room. We yeah. gonna back We're going to do something, right? Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> Gee, you get so irked by that. I am irked by it. Oh it was so gosh. extra and not needed. But anyway, what were you saying? Oh, Nick? nothing. I don't, I don't even, even remember. remember. Oh, just... it was just basically about basketball. You know, you got you need a team. Um, yep. Don't be shocked if Golden State, now that everyone, I don't know if everyone's coming back from injuries at the playoffs, which is funny because a lot of teams do that. But if they, don't be shocked if they come back and win a ring <laughs> just because the whole team was injured all season. I just so they're not, it. this year's seeding is not, um, it doesn't reflect the talent who on teams. Who is in the top? Who? Who? Okay, if the Lakers and Golden State are seven and eight, who the heck is one? Is uh, it two, three, four? Like, who are those people? Oh, I gotta look at records. Um, I was looking at them look. yesterday, but I forgot. Actually, I'd have to go look and look right quick. I actually was looking at them yesterday. I mean, like we can give you a story, t- a, a sports tidbit. I mean, I don't really keep up that much. I just looked at my Twitter and I was like, okay trending um and all of that you know last week we didn't talk about the swv the jazz the, oh did we talk we about the, the sons we did there you go. yeah it's the, yeah that's why i think Stephen a or maybe or maybe max one of them said i mean come on now the jazz and this okay that's why he said that I thought he was just being funny. I didn't realize the Jazz and the Suns were the number one and two seed. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is laughable. Right, right. I'm sorry. That's rude. That is laughable. That is laughable. I wonder. <laughs> now I know why he said that. He yeah. said, come on, they're not going to win a championship this year. And I was like, well, they don't even matter. Why would he bring them up? Yeah. No, this because, yeah. <laughs> they're it, number one and two. That's what. I, like the whole NBA said we injured this year. That's what happened. Oh, uh, come on, underdogs. Do well. We we rooting for you because we only can. Don't be shocked if C seven and eight end up no, in for the Western Conference Finals. I'm gonna tell y'all what: if LeBron <laughs> come back and play in these um and play in these playoffs, y'all could count everybody else out. I'm telling y'all right now. So I mean, it is what it is. So we'll be up on that. But yeah, last week we missed the um, SWV and Escape, right? Well, no, we recorded before, yeah. So we technically did, did miss, we it, miss we re- it. Yeah, we recorded yeah, I had Saturday. A DJ during it, so we recorded in oh. the morning. I didn't know that was no, no. We recorded it. Saturday last week. Yeah, last week was Mother's Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what. Dang, Mother's Day feels <clears throat> so far away. He says so much yeah. happens during these weeks. Oh my gosh, did y'all have a good Mother's Day? It was such a long day. Oh my gosh, me and my mom spent the day cleaning up. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's hear about your Mother's Day. Oh, my gosh. As she should have, people. Yo. We we actually didn't fight, so it was decent. But we did. We spent the day cleaning up. Oh, my gosh. Y'all, I I just am so happy that, like, this is, like, recorded and I don't have a mic on me all the time. And this was not a reality show because the way me and my mama talk, I'd be so embarrassed. I don't think I was on on the phone with Jean trying to wash clothes. Not doing anything, and she just attacked me. She did not attack her. <laughs> she didn't. No, she do be coming out of nowhere with that stuff. <laughs> no. She be like, yeah, you're moving out in April. <laughs> what did you do? What? I literally had just came in from dropping my son off at school, and I was washing a load of clothes. Because, like, the thing about it, everyone, is I used to live on my own, and, like, I'm back in my parents' house, and I have a whole two-bedroom apartment that I'm trying to fit into my bedroom, and I have a lot of clothes. Mm-mm. a lot of clothes so like that was mostly what we did when we was cleaning up was rearranging my clothes and putting stuff up and all of that and figuring out what i could take the storage unit and all of that so i had a couple of like more loads um because once we actually organized everything and moved out all the clothes cleaning was easy and mm. um so i had a couple of loads left over to wash and i am um, and my mom told me she wanted it out of the living room out of the hallway um by a certain day but it was raining Monday, so I got home super late because I had to be gone by Tuesday. So I just moved it out of the hallway and into my room, and she didn't like that. Of course she didn't. You knew she wouldn't like that when you did it. Well, what was I, I had? What was I didn't have any other option. You did. Okay, but anyway, so I spent my Mother's Day doing that. It was needed, um, and I did miss the um, in Vogue and not in Vogue. Oh, escape. escape and SWV versus. Yeah. I just feel like that's like a weird one because I mean, like not trying to be funny. I can only think of like one escape song, two secret and just kick it. Just Those are the only two songs yeah. I know by them. Wait, it's weak. Excuse no, me. that is SWV song. What's that one that Candy be singing that people really like by SWV? Candy's not a part of SWV. I mean, you know what I mean, Escape. That one song. Um, I don't know. It's, that, it's slow. It's about something about feelings. Who can I run to? That oh, one. who can I run to? Yeah. Those are the only three songs I know from them. Oh. That I know people, but in, don't SWV has a lot. They got weak. They got rain. The song you were just singing? The song you were just yeah. trying to figure out? <laughs> that one? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought, you know, some of the verses, I feel like Nelly versus Ludacris, it's kind of hard. Like, who would you pick? But I kind of feel like with SWV and Escape, I just, I feel like SWV would win. I think theirs was more of like a promo thing, because I think uh. they're going to joint headline a tour. Well, they were talking about that a while ago anyway, um, oh, starting okay. to do these like R&B, because you know all these old artists and stuff were coming back recently, so they were talking about like joint headline the oh, tour. Or oh, yeah. That's what Gina's going to be. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know. I didn't. I, I mean, I didn't. Watch, I don't get into these verses. I don't watch them. He don't. He don't ever go to the concert. I've called yeah. him a few times. Like you pulling up, and he be like, not. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. I just. I don't know. I don't care. So when you like, once you make it, do you don't, you don't think you can see yourself doing a verses one day, one year? I don't know, but I don't. Are you, it's just the point of like sitting there. I like the song. Are we gonna sit here and play? So are we really gonna sit here and play? Songs that people can hear on their own. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's like y'all, I'm y'all hear me talking on a podcast. I don't watch podcasts. I don't listen to them. 
So I kind of, it's kind of the same to me. I don't. Well, we were visual. You, cause you, you watched them. Uh, oh, so I thought you said you watched the Joe Button one. I have, I have a rough time getting through it. Oh. Yeah. I, I try to go to the part. I probably saw a clip somewhere of him talking about something and I watched the clip. Mm. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. Like when I follow stuff how on Facebook. How you watch Love and Hip Hop. And how I watch <laughs> Love and Hip Hop. It's clips. I don't, I've pieced the whole story together on Love and Hip Hop from different pieces when I was on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. Yeah. Okay. I do that So stuff. you're just like, I can't, uh, the verses be fun. Like, cause there'd be funny moments. Like when Ronald Osley had got up, I love it when they call me Big Pop. It was just so dramatic. I mean, he got all this darn fur on, looking like just an old cat daddy. Like, it's funny. funny. Okay. (laughs) Not so much that it's funny. Honestly, (laughs) honestly, it's a good piece. It's it's actually good to, one, learn and appreciate certain things. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, when I was watching the Alicia, the the Ashanti and Keisha Cole one, um, it was it was cool hearing the story behind the Tupac and Big relationship that they had because one that means they were around and actually in the business for a very long time. Yep. So I learned a lot, um, you know, and just hearing because they're both really talented as far as like their writing and you know and singing, but I learned a lot and um, yeah. So it was you know learning watching it you know gave me an opportunity to do that. The Monica and Brandy one was boring. Um, Brandy and all them damn poems. Like, and that was so funny. It would be like, before I go, I want to read this poem. You know, Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear. (laughs) Yeah, see, I don't... uh, I I don't know. I'm I'm not watching it because I don't... You you watch Monica just being like, not trying to be rude, but she... Yeah, she'd just be kind of unbothered by it. She's, like, she's it's so funny. unannoyed. Yeah, I mean, everybody was. Yeah. It was like literally every song before Brandy went, she had a poem. Some oh, deep wow. little moment she wanted to give about it. Yeah, she just she just tries very well, hard. Know, I get, I mean, it was hey. giving us, and Angel has always been taught. Do you want to guide some Okay, come words? on. The, uh, <laughs> the speaking on Angel in Disguise. Yeah. <laughs> the, the speaking moments. No, for real, that's what yes, she did. That's yeah. exactly what it was. So it was just like so random. And I I don't think I liked it back then, but it didn't bother me. <laughs> but like listening to it now, like the fact that she got this, I guess that's how she had you fooled, how you had me fooled. Hurt and pain. Like, come on, message. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just not get into the song? No, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, there's was kind of cruising. Oh, imagine songs being like that at the club. Oh, like imagine, yes, yeah. like you over here trying to vibe out and like they have this thing. Do you know somebody's name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, definitely. I know his name. Mm-mm, because like, nowadays it will be two chicks in the club, best friends, like in each other's face doing that part, like. Yeah. Knowing they killing it like it's part of the song for real. So now nah, they would it actually. It's a part it. of the song. It is technically, but it not is. really. Yeah. We didn't need it. We just need the angel, and we need to get to the. You need to give me. We just got to get into that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, probably wouldn't want to hear that in a club anyway. Um, I like well, the Gucci and Jeezy one. Playing the club though. Yeah. You can't tell me they didn't play Boys Mind in the club. I don't know. We I, weren't old enough for that, I'm but I'm sure they did. I turned twenty one. Oh my gosh! Now I'm all inspired. Like, what if they did like a. <laughs> Uh, um, like you know, like in uh, a Christmas story, how they go back. What if they did that? Look, <laughs> we had to go back in time and be in the club and see what yeah, people see what was listening they played. to. I think they played a oh. lot of stuff that to us now would be so inappropriate. Oh, Nick, I could just see you holding on to the name cloth and you watch it. I want to go back. 
Yeah, I don't like this. Oh my gosh, they're playing they angel in disguise. This speaking at the beginning. Please, ghost, take me back. I don't care about the lesson. Wait, did you say a Christmas story? Yeah, because you, you know in the Christmas story they take you like to the past. You mean Christmas yeah. Carol? Yeah, a Christmas, Christmas yeah. Carol. Yeah, yeah. A Christmas Carol. They take you the ghost of Christmas past, like the the ghost of hip hop past, the ghost of clubs past. Yeah. Oh no, I don't want to find out what they played in the clubs back then. Oh, like when we were kids, imagining, try, thinking we want to go just to go and be like. Is this what they were doing? <laughs> <laughs> this what y'all played up in here? Okay. Yeah. Like when they were playing the Humpty song. I would go home. <laughs> Dude, I would hump, go to my hump. current like house. You at the, in the club past. and it's like stuff we play now for fun. Like when we're having like a nineties party type stuff, but they doing it for real in real life. Imagine them playing contagious. Oh my gosh. And people into it. Yeah. Talking. Contagious was into it. Yeah. Did they play that at clubs? I don't know, but I, I feel I, like they I, what did. What did they play at clubs? Back then, I don't know, guys. Exactly, none of us do. But what were the popular songs back then? I don't then? know, stuff but like my, that. But my daddy used to dance, so they must have been playing something fast for my dad to dance. Yeah, I mean, but every now and then they had to put in. I mean, boys, mind I mean, contagious. Yeah, because those were those were those were hits. Imagine being in the club and they played all of the trapped in the closet. Oh God, <laughs> that was such a moment in time. These and it got so complicated when they're the midget. I like a picture right now is booty call and woo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. Booty call oh and my woo. God. My God, and, and pooty tang. Pooty tang. Oh, why is Low Down Dirty Shame on Amazon Prime? Oh my God, I did love you watch it? it? <laughs> I didn't watch it yet. No, but it's on there. I just I love, love it. I love how dramatic movies were back then. How people were real quick. Like I just think about that song in Trapped in the Closet. And I just say, I pull back the cover. Oh my God, a rubber. It's awful. It's so stupid. I feel like Tyler Perry wrote that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Tyler Perry inspired. Yes. Yeah. For oh, real. yes. I do want to take a brief moment to pause about Low Down Dirty Shame. Okay. The actor that played Wayman, which oh. is probably a very, um, oh. probably a favorite of everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I do, I don't know. I recently just found that out randomly. I think it was last year that it happened. Yeah. Well, n- no, no, no. It was a long ago. It was a long time he ago. I had, found out about it last year. Yeah, yeah. I just found out about it a couple of months ago. The guy, the actor that played Wayman, I always wondered what happened to him. He passed away mm-hmm. before the movie even came out, y'all. Like it's very sad. Um, oh, I didn't know he's been gone that long. He's been gone. He he. They were actually doing table readings because I think he was supposed to be in um in um the next movie that they had, which was going to be um. What's that movie, the uh, while drinking your juice in the hood? What was that? Oh, the, don't be a minute. Don't be a minute uh-huh. to South He Central. was supposed to be in that film, and he died from HIV complications while they were film while they were doing the table readings for that movie. Like y'all, he was finna like because I think Damon, um, the older brother, I can't remember his name. He said that he felt he was a star. Like with the few moments he had in Low Down Dirty Shame, he was like, "This dude right here is dope." I always wonder why he didn't blow up. What happened to him? It's because he passed, which is very sad. And that's that's like a, a star that I feel like we missed. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. So yeah Especially back then for people to have acknowledged his star power in general. So, yeah, that's what's up. Yeah. So, yeah, we all going to tune in this week and we can remember him. Yep. Yeah, man, that's just crazy. So, I mean, it's about that time. I do have a question before we go, Nick, before we wrap it up. Do you know, is it called a cedar? Cedar? Oop. It's a bug. It look like a big old locust. Cicadas. Cicadas. That's how you say it. Uh huh. Yeah. So like, do you? Okay. It's a every fourteen year situation. Seventeen. 
17? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Did y'all not have them here? What are y'all talking about? Them bugs okay. that make a whole bunch of noise when they come out every 17 years. They come from yeah, underground. Yeah, there's apparently a bug that comes out every 17 years, like it lives under under the ground. Yeah, so basically, like every 17 years, they like, it's almost like they go to, it's almost like they burrow underground and like die, I think. I oh, forgot like what happens to them. Yeah. Did you know? That's the name of the segment. Oh, yeah, but yes. <laughs> Did you know? I know what they are, yeah, because my sister was terrified of them because she was little when they came the first time. And because my sister hates bugs. How many hates times bugs. are they outside? Okay, explain to oh, us no, how it works. Oh, no, once they come outside, they're there for, like, the entire summer. It's, like, for months. And, oh, or they maybe look like locusts, like, like big-ass locusts. Yeah, they're, 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 the thing is this. Like, they're not, they're not harmful at all. They're just everywhere. I mean, they're everywhere. And then you see, and then they start dying, and so you and they shed. So you, like, start seeing, like, an exoskeleton oh. all over. Like, you see, like, yeah, you see, like, their exoskeletons all over the ground, and then you see their bodies, and then they're just very, very loud. Okay, so you would just come out, and it's just, like, very loud, like, humming sounds all day long they just make a lot of noise but from what i saw like i don't think dfw gets them i think it's like an east coast yeah I don't typically this bug. it's places where with trees so if you were in a place that has like trees and stuff so that's our country typically. probably has it yeah i'm about to say My but mom. the eastern part yeah yeah i probably know about them yeah mm-hmm. but i thought it was so interesting i was listening to like um another podcast and they was like yeah it's that time of year and i didn't know how cicadas how he said it with his accent he from baltimore so it sounded different and i was like oh, what is he yeah, talking about attempt that yeah, and I was like, accent. what is he talking about? I'm I'm so confused. And I was like, bug, 17 years, like trying to figure it out. And it's amazing that there's a bug. Imagine just knowing up, it's been 17 years. Like, it's happening this year, so it's very not going to happen it. again. Yeah. yeah, it's very, very it. Like, yeah. that, that thing that comes around every 20 years They have years to be, like, something. prehistoric, you know what I'm saying, to have been doing that, to do that. And so, like, yeah. that, I feel like that's something that has to have been around for, you know. Yeah. And why we don't kill them? Well, they don't do anything, and you can try. It's just going to be a million of them all over the place. You would, oh, if you've goodness. seen how many they were, you would like she say locusts. Like you know how a big of a yeah. locust. Okay, think of something like that. Just like way more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they're everywhere when they come out. Yeah, and it's every 17 years, so that's mm-hmm. just crazy. I don't like it. I didn't either. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna ask Nick because Nick is over from Chicago. I, I feel like he might know about them. Yeah. So that means you've only, it's only, I guess, one summer every so often. So you're not really too bothered. I mean, yeah. The last one was when I was, I had to have been about 16, maybe. Yes, How old am I now? 30? You're 30. So this was, um, you're, uh, you were 13. 13? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess and around that time. You were 13, I was 15. Yeah. So that was the last time. And we seen them because where I lived at the this time. Was 03. Yeah. You looking so amazed. If y'all can see his face, he's like, 17 years. I mean, that's amazing. Like, that means that someone may not even see him. Like, the first time they see him in their life is seven. Like, baby's born this year. This will be the first time they ever see him. Mm-hmm. And so they won't and see him again. they're not going to remember. Until, right. Yeah, so they don't see him again until, like, their 17th birthday. Yeah, because my sister saw him. And she, my sister hates bugs. When I tell y'all, like, it used to be a, a serious issue. She wouldn't go outside. It would just be like, nope, because she would just scream is and cry. Is it that many of them out? Oh, when I tell you they are everywhere. And they just, like, flying around. You got to put, like, a YouTube video or something like that when we get done. I'm telling you, it's crazy. Okay. So, that was educational. Like, that was whenever you think about, too. I mean, just let me tell you this. Whenever you think about moving, that's stuff you don't think about. But you look into that. Because that, that, yeah. that changes my mind. And I know it's only every 17 years. But that just makes me, like, so unexcited to go live in the East Coast. Like, imagine moving. Because like, I would be so oblivious my first time. I would be so scared. I will say that I didn't see any in Atlanta this weekend, so maybe. It I don't know when spot. they're scheduled to come. 
or pop out now, like here, here, here soon. Oh, okay, yeah. The time is near. <laughs> Winter is coming. Yeah, like I, I don't oh, like them. <laughs> they're actually starting the filming for the second part of that show to start to release the, uh, in twenty twenty two. Yeah, the uh, the one dragons. about the dragons. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yes. very interesting. Daenerys yeah. is um, older people. Yeah, it was little. Okay, they look a little funny. They well, do. Mm-hmm. They have uh, pictures of them out already. Oh, yeah. sounds nasty and weird. Yeah. Well, all right, guys. Well, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Nothing was as nasty as that brother and sister doing it. Mm, yeah, that's oh. true. The Lannisters, the incestuous Lannisters. Yeah, it <laughs> makes me think about that darn YouTube video. Uh, I think it was on TikTok or Facebook or Instagram where she was like, you know, my stepmom and my, my dad were upstairs and they were going to make a video. Oh, don't talk about that. <laughs> that girl. Oh, my gosh. That was so sad. She was like, they were uh, well, they were going to have a sex party. And they were like, she was like, but they didn't want to invite me. And I was like, I'm like is she and really I was like, really upset. And then I saw my brother. And then they was like, oh, is whatever her name is, is she coming? No, she's down there eating chili. I would have put the chili down. I wanted to come. I'm like, Ew. <laughs> <laughs> she like she just wanted to be a part of your mom, step your step your dad, your stepmom, and your brother doing it. She would have put the chili down. Ew. Yeah. Just to be a part of the family function. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, have you seen that video, Nick? No, I have not. Oh it's my gosh, funny, I'm gonna have to find it. I'm gonna have to find it, Shosie. Because I can hear Nick being like, "What are they talking about?" I'm not watching that. Oh my yeah. gosh, it was. <laughs> it's just it. watching her talk about it. It's really yeah. the funny part. They don't show anything. I'm still just not. But she <laughs> just really like Seems hurt disturbing. by her yeah. family deciding to have this function. No, we're not going to call her. it a function. In the chili. <laughs> when she was like, I would have put the chili down. And she's so country. It's funny. <laughs> I no. want to be a part. We're not doing that. <laughs> That's how she sounded. <laughs> no oh, problem. my gosh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, so, Gene, oh, yeah, the Gloating Globes. Did you see that reporter speaking out? Well, Tom Cruise gave his awards back, so. Yeah. Three of them. Oh, my gosh. That must be nice. Yeah. Let me no, give back three you. of my awards. Hmm. How free white people must be. That's all I can say about, about that. The time Adele broke her Grammy. Did Adele break it or did Taylor Swift? Oh, I don't know. It was one of those. It was I'm Taylor. So yeah. yeah. I mean, because well, I mean. He gave back his awards. I mean, I don't really know. I, I mean, I heard the issue was that because they don't have any black people. And that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess, you know, because they didn't have any um, black folks in in the Hollywood foreign press, which are the people that vote mm-hmm. for the uh, Golden Globe winners. And they were like, and the black woman, the reporters, who, I guess she was applying to be a part of the Hollywood foreign press, and she didn't get in. Yeah, I've seen that. I think you would want to send me the article about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, like, the thing is, people are now just wanting equality for real in the workplace, and they're exposing, like, these places where it's like you say that you're diverse, you say that you're open, but yet you have no people on, on co- of color anywhere to be... And that's be odd because the Oscars even got black people. They, I think they've been having, I think, to my knowledge, they've been having black people in the Academy voting for quite some time. You're, it's you're, just not you're, enough black people. I mean, the <laughs> thing about it is your, your, your committee needs to reflect the movies that are being submitted. Yeah. Like, it should be well represented. I mean, we, as people, I think, you know, I don't know how to word this properly, but I do feel like, as people, and I, I will say you kind of put me onto this, it's about being more averse and like the TV and stuff. I, are we recording? Yeah. Yes, friend. Oh, I didn't see it moving. Okay. Well, whatever. Oh, you know, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Yeah. How about you just worry about talking? 
I got I, this. You just had to have. You just had to say that, huh? Because you worried about my job. I'm not worried about your job. I'm just looking at the screen. I'm gonna turn the TV off. Okay. No, I enjoy looking at. It. I'm learning. Anyway, this is why. This is this no, is why the people be like, oh my god, he's on me. <laughs> but no, like, <laughs> yeah, I was just getting that like. And I was giving you a kudos too. Anywho, I was just more saying about being more diverse and like the movies and stuff I take in. So that way, um, when I am asking for like, you know, like more equality, more awards, I can at least understand what they're looking for. And like the different level of not necessarily the story being told, but like the art itself, um, quality of art itself, not like necessarily subject matter. Because the thing is we can put our subject matter in a film, but artistically to tell jokes and to good screenwriting that's yeah. that's extremely hard there, there there's a reason that there have been very few films with um you know main black characters to have one best picture there is a reason that moonlight is to my I, I know for a fact is the only film out of the 93 that have been given out with i mean that whole cast is black to have one best picture um that film Moonlight was an amazing film. It just was. It was made. Shoot. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, what is that? You know, Clubhouse would come on randomly if you accidentally press the thing. Oh. Well, quietly. Y'all hear that. So, anyway, you know, there's a reason that uh, Moonlight. <laughs> the name of the room I accidentally, I accidentally joined was If You're Not Married, You Single. Oh, wow. <laughs> I need to listen in. Messy. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never mind. <laughs> There's a reason that you know those uh, that Moonlight and uh, has pr- probably the only black film to win. I, I mean, when you look at it, the story, the way the story was told, is what made it's the idea. It was a big idea. It was an interesting idea. This man from inception, Barry Jenkins, said that he wanted to have, he wanted the story to be told at three specific moments in this person's life. And he wanted three different people to play them. Um, just peeping in, getting an insight to a person's life. Just imagine someone taking your life story and picking when you were nine or eight and then picking coming up again when you were like 16 and then coming back again when you were almost 30 and taking a brief couple of days in your life that have helped shape you as a person and saying, we're going to put these on film. And they take those two or three days and they put them on film and turn it into a two hour film. Just imagine like that idea in itself is huge and it's oh interestingly gosh. told. Remember that time? What if they did the time I became a mascot in college? That time that that boy held me <laughs> while it was raining, while it was uh, while and sang, while it was raining outside after my little heart got broken. And then like, I don't know, like <laughs> another one as you're like older around this age. Getting played. Yeah. <laughs> just imagine that, like, that's oh my gosh. Like, Nick, it's just funny. Like, just, I feel like my life would be so weird if, like, they just showcased those three moments in my life. Yeah, it would be. be and like, that's what made it interesting because it, it, it was so well put together. I mean, even movies like Boyhood. Mind y'all, I watched Boyhood. It wasn't my favorite film. But Boyhood, the idea of Boyhood was interesting. They shot this film literally over the course of 12 years. They kept the same actors. They kept, it's like, it's, it's instead of recasting people, 
they just shot the movie over 12 years. You know how long and hard and grueling that to do that would be? You got to make sure don't like die, don't make fall ill, and y'all filming every summer, putting this film together over Ooh. the course of 12 years. I That's a lot. I would be like, oh, I can't get fat. No, not really, but you're getting older. So it makes sense if you were to gain a little weight. Right. I mean, like I said, that's crazy. I mean, and that's just the, but that's the art form, art, art form versus like, you know, like to me, entertainment. And I think that sometimes we want to reward entertainment as an art, which I mean, if we go deep, it can be. But it's like yeah. some stuff is, it's just entertainment. It's funny. It makes me feel good. It's, it's laugh. It's not to me. It's not meant to be necessarily an artistic think piece or an artistic comedy where you're putting emphasis on, um, kind of like you know what art is art is a little bit more intentional and it's like yes it you know there's a process so. there's a process with art when it's come to just entertainment it's like this is funny i'm gonna put it out yeah. um we come up with ideas all the time and some of them i think are meant for entertainment purposes and then some of them are meant for um you know to to be artistically driven and artistically artistically shown and all of that because there's a different level of appreciation and i mean it's kind of like everything has a place but Again, if we want these awards, we have to be more versed on what they are looking for um, so we can have the proper conversations. Yeah, we just need to be exactly represented equally. Yeah. Bottom line. Yeah. We're not trying to say, you know, this, but also, you know, putting ourselves, making sure that we're putting ourselves at all tables, too. I mean, think about it like this. Um, we were talking today about, you know, where you, the prom you dj at, you know, in the area. And think about... And you could just look at it. The proof is in the terms of when streaming became so heavily weighed on sales and how rappers' sales and stuff skyrocketed because people actually listen to rap, and everyone does. But it seems like when it was time to hand out things like awards, you know, it was underrepresented in just about every award show. You know what I'm saying? So it's about representation out there. You know what I'm saying? And you can't jump up there and say that you're speaking and representing someone when you're not doing it properly because the proof is there. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of, there's a large paper trail there to show where someone is being misrepresented when it comes to like the big picture and the big awards and stuff like that. Yep. You cannot, you have to have a mix of people. You can't have a, um, in anything, um, especially when it comes to art, because art is very subjective. So if you're going to judge all different types of art, whether it be a movie or music, you need to have all different types of people. You need to yep. have your your black people. You need to have Latin people. You need to have your uh, Native American people. You need to have your Asians. You need mm -hmm. to have all of these different cultures. Why? Because we all are creating art. That's right. And they have a different viewpoint as well. So they all need to be included when it comes time to make decisions on when it comes to awards and stuff like that. Those people need to be a part of your, your, um, your voting committees and the people that vote for That's stuff. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So Hollywood foreign press. No, you cannot have an entire list of people who, and not one of them be black. Uh, I'm not sure if they don't have any other ethnicities in there, but you cannot exclude black people from the conversation and, you got black films that are being submitted. Yeah, it's just, and that's what it is. Um, so I'm happy that we are kind of moving towards a more like, you know, people are really kind of understanding like what diversity actually looks like. 
and all no, that no. and what we they mean. understand that people are just being called out for their lack yeah. of diversity this is true they're being called out for their lack of diversity yeah it's a it's a thing white people i've always said this when it comes to you know the diff we should not and i let me preface this the right way we we should not have to have the BET awards and different things like that but we have to have them because when black people submit their stuff to the things that have no color to them assigned to them outright they don't get looked at well the Oscars and things like that they just choose to ignore they choose not to invite you to the party they never once based their nominations and stuff like that out loud on any race ethnicity or anything like that but it's purposeful by the fact that you're never invited black people never invited so black people have to go and create their own stuff it's an answer it, it, it's a um it's a result of something more so than like something we started out with exactly it's an we didn't answer. we didn't want to be separate you just kept ignoring us <laughs> So therefore, you know, it's created. I mean, because the thing is, we have stuff that's genre specific. Like we have the hip hop awards, like for people. So we're not trying to say we want to take all over. And we also understand like, oh, you know, the award shows can't be flooded with like hip hop and R&B, which is why there are hip hop awards and things made for genre, just like there's the CMTs. Um, But yeah, it's like we with the movies with, you know, accomplishments and all of that. It's like, you know, it seems like it just goes to like one particular group. Yeah, I mean, and because that's just what it what it is. It's like it goes to this one particular group. So it's like, oh, you know, when it comes to even like community service and community um, awards and accolades, it's one particular community and we see what they do. But then it's like the fact that this chick over here has fed the homeless for two weeks straight off of her own dime and all of that. It's like, it's not showcased. Yeah. The talent and the influence is never really recognized. And that's the big thing to it. There is way too much out here that shows how big black culture is in this nation, in the world in general, what our dollar does, what our support does. It's huge. But like I just read while we were recording the video, I mean the outfit that Janet Jackson wore for the if music video, Probably one of the greatest music, video, music videos of all times. It got sold today, and Kim Kardashian bought it. One that does not shock me, but yeah. of course, you know, white girl out here buying it, cool, you know, like. But that's what they do, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And but not where that, was it? Or no, like in no her idea, <laughs> no clue. <laughs> not that she bought it is the problem. But the issue is that who in the hell has been talking about that music video? What white person has you have you ever heard talking about her? I hear Britney Spears get more credit for dancing than Janet Jackson ever did. And Britney's whole setup is based off of Janet Jackson. Thank you. Britney Spears legit says she wanted to make music and be looked at like Janet Jackson at a point in time over, of course, Madonna. So... I mean, let's let we have to recognize the influence because Janet Jackson has never gotten credit for any of that. Yeah, I mean, all right. So for my something next year, I'm gonna give my kudos all to Janet because I mean, Janet is that chick, and yeah. she can lose weight and gain like nobody business. You always talk That's about like that. That's like my You're favorite thing. Like, oh my gosh. I'm like, Cause, oh. like she makes me feel so I can do it because it's like she like she enjoy. Because the thing about it is, she is. There's some people who are like curvy fat, like who still like look good. Not to say that Janet don't, but it's like, she's not, 
She's not like a Lizzo, like, by, well, no, let me not use Lizzo. You know what I mean? Janet get chiseled. She's not a, her, she's not big, like, plus size model. Yeah, when her she get and big. Angela Bassett get chiseled. Yeah. Janet, and so for Janet to, because it's when, you know, like, for me, anyways, when I'm like looking at fitness or looking at um, women who are like plus size and all that, and I'm like, okay, well, what do I want to wear and all that? Normally, like, the women, they like Takara, the model. Um, from her, you know, like when they're yeah. bigger, and it's like like still curvy, like Luane's uh new wife, you know. Oh, they're curvy. married. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, like they're curvy, and it's like, oh, okay, you're a plus size model. Janet get regular fat. Yeah. And so for her to get regular fat and then get back to her, um, cause for her to get chiseled like she do, I'd be like. I find this so inspirational because I don't think it's surgery. I think she does really get. Oh, it's not. Janet, I think she really get tight. And people talk yeah. about your metabol- metabolism after, um, as you get older. Mm-hmm. And Janet kind of gives you like a no excuses vibe because, I mean, she will get big. And she she gets. It's not like saying she gets big. It's like when we see Beyonce get a little thick. Yeah, no. Janet gets big. Like, oh, yeah. Size 22. Yeah, type yeah, B. So it's yeah. like because Michael's yeah. tribute, she was yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah. I mean, well, why did I get married? Yeah. yeah. And then it's like she'll be on a residency for in Vegas, just looking how she was looking back when she was looking like that. Back during her so rope yeah, days, like so like, for me, I, I think I just find yeah. Janet. I mean, you know, really, I mean, that's very vain of me, mm-hmm. but it's like no excuses. Like, oh, metabolism don't matter. It's like literally, she to me, she's if Baby you do the don't work. Matter. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, granted, yeah. she do have chefs and all that, but a chef that that's some work. That a chef, chef ain't only that goes ain't so far. Yeah, she, that's that chef don't get on that treadmill and she work don't it get, out. Janet has no problem it. making lifestyle changes. Yeah, that's Janet what don't it get is. And She commit. Thin. Right. Janet gets chiseled. Yeah. Like she she don't lose weight. She get fit. Mo- yeah, yeah. Fitness model. Yeah. And so different. I I will always bring that up because I think that that's just so amazing because the thing about it is it's like I said it's inspirational for me anyways. I'm like oh. Well, check her out on the If video because it's pretty dope. All right. So that is that for me. Um, You got some? I feel like that would have been it for me, too. Okay. Gene, you don't really ever have too much extra. No, I don't. I'm I'm just on this show, remember? Sometimes when you feel like it. (laughs) Yeah. All right, y'all. Be easy. All right.